Okay, with the filmmaking team of To Have and To Hold, we have the director, Daniel, we have the writer, producer, Ali, and we have the producer, star, uh, Lisa. How's everybody doing today? Great film, by the way, winner of Best Performances at the Romance and Relationship Film Festival. Seems like our audience really liked it. I hope the film is serving you guys well in the festival circuit. Yeah. Yeah, so far, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is our, our first screening. Uh, uh, we've gotten some official selections, but this is the first time we've first. actually got showed. Oh, good. So you start, you, see, you start with the best, I guess, right? Sorry. I just... yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to start with an award. <laughs> there you go. So, okay. So, uh, was this, so this is obviously kind of has a COVID kind of vibe to it, COVID kind of energy, like the new world. Was this written during this era or was it written kind of the idea before that? Um, it was written during, um, COVID. I was a part of the NYU Tisch yellow book, Pro- yellow brick program, which Daniel was also a part of. Okay. Um, and part of that course was to write a script that we were going to um, be able to film for a final project. So with that in mind, it was like right in the middle of COVID. I think I was writing it pre-vaccination. So it was like, how can we do this in one room? How can we do it with like no people? All of those kinds of things. Um, And I am not a director at all. And I'm definitely not the director that Daniel is. Um, So then after I wrote the script and I was like, oh, I actually like this and I'm not going to shoot this myself for a class. So I will wait until the right people come along. Um, But it was written a lot for that. And with, in my mind, it was like, how do you hold on to the relationships that you have during this time when you're by yourself and you're getting phone calls from friends like I moved back with my parents across the country yeah I left and you're like oh okay I guess I'll see you later Mm. and like how do you hold on to that so it was imagining a lot of like what that felt like in a romantic situation and how to kind of believe that even in like the weirdest of times, you'll find your way back to people. And then um, Lisa happened to approach me about shooting something once vaccinations were a thing and it felt possible. So kind of everything lined up. Well, that's a great, that's a great answer to that, that, that question. So basically in a sense, it's like you had, you didn't have closure. Like a lot of people didn't have closure with their friends when they yeah. had to leave like for either financial reasons or logical reasons they had to like, especially if you live in New York city, like you kind of can't afford it. There's nothing going on. So you have to like move on. And then you didn't have closure with your friends, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Feeling, so it, which is the seed of their, your idea, I guess the, the, the thematic. Yeah. It was like a way to give myself the closure that I wanted with so many people. Um, otherwise it was like, you can just sit in your apartment and cry alone about never (laughs) seeing all these people again, or you can like really, you know, believe in the bonds that you have with people. Okay. So you wrote the screenplay, great screenplay. And then, so what's the next step you, you, you approach, uh, who do you approach first? Uh, in this case, actually Lisa approached me, uh, we'd known each other for a while and she wanted to act in something and she was like would you want to do something? And I was like, yeah, Lisa, you're awesome. Let's do something. And then I sent her like 90 scripts or something like ridiculous. Um, So I'll let Lisa talk a little bit more about like where her brain was up picking the project and like this script and stuff. Cause it it was pretty generated by. How many scripts did Ali send you? 
She sent me at least 10. It might okay. have it might have been 12. It was a, it was a huge compliment. So I um, this was around like January, maybe February 2021. And I was like, new year, maybe there's new possibilities. And um, I was thinking about like something for a real. I was thinking more like, you know, pragmatic or logistical. And she's like, let's produce a thing. Um, so <laughs> I asked her to if there was something she would cast me in potentially. And she kindly and graciously sent me a few things. Um, and I picked this one because, they, I mean, she's such a prolific writer and so amazing, but this one in particular felt like a, a great cross-section between things that I felt comfortable doing and things that were pushing me out of my comfort zone. Um, and when I read it, some of the other collaborators in our world that Ali has kind of, you know, brought mm -hmm. us all together um, came to mind, Daniel as well, all these people that I wanted to work together. It all just kind of coagulated in my brain. And so I, yeah, I wanted to. But this, this script and this character like jumped out for you? Like this is something you wanted, someone you wanted to play? Yes, definitely. Um, I hadn't really got the chance to play um, a, a romantic, you know, lead, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to challenge myself in that way and and be more vulnerable, especially in a time where like, we're all so closed off and in our own bubbles, um, that seemed like a good place to start. Did you ever get to dance before in a film? Was this the first time you no, ever danced? No, this was the first time. And Daniel is the dancer professionally. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, so among many other things, he's a very multi-talented human. Um, but the so, attention of your character, no, no, no offense to you, is that you're not supposed to be like spectacular at dancing. You're just, it's supposed to be about like enjoying the moment, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I'm a little bit more of a reserved person. So Daniel had to kind of coax the coax that out of me. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, the funnest part. Oh, yeah. the funnest yeah. part. <laughs> it was the easiest part. Weirdly, coffee was the hardest part for me. But um. <laughs> okay, so you got so you picked this script. You like it. So you working with Ali with it. So when did Daniel come aboard? Um. That's a great question. So Daniel had worked on um, a lovely web series called Neighbors. Um, and I had, and that came out, did it come out in 2020? Yeah, yeah. It came out in um, 2020 and I had seen, I had seen episodes and there were just so many like little details that of his that I, that I loved. Um, and we, because of the dancing, I was like, I need someone who knows physicality. I need someone who knows how to how to put bodies in space in a theatrical, but also, you know, cinematic way. Um, and so he just came to mind. Um, so we, I latched onto him really hard. And then <laughs> and I was like, we need you. Oh. Um, and we didn't let him go. So Daniel, what was your reaction when, uh, when, when she came to you about the, the when you read, first read the script? Oh my gosh, so grateful. So freaking grateful. I know Lisa from um, acting class. We both took class at the Freeman Studio. And I had just uh, literally started directing. I think I'd only really directed like um, two separate things, but I, I wasn't even seeing myself as in the director lane, like full frontal. So it was like, oh, I, mean, I don't know why I use full frontal. Um, but no, when Allie <laughs> and them asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so honored. And took a look at the script and it was like, yeah, this, I, I weirdly, I, I, I'm also a screenwriter and I write so far away from the romantic genre. And so when I get this chance, it's not out of my comfort zone per se, but it is a nice, like, 
refresher and a challenge to, to diversify my palate. So I was very honored. And also like, I thought it was like a great opportunity just to stretch and flex a muscle that was very weak. <laughs> so you're, you're a, a professional dancer, then you're an actor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then now you're a director. So you're, yeah. you're like the Bob Fosse of the modern era, I guess. Right. We're, we're, we're trying, we're trying honestly, these opportunities <laughs> are, uh, it's really God given. And um, I'm really just thankful. Uh, yeah. So I began as a dancer starting at the age of nine, um, became oh, wow. uh, professionally uh, way back when we're not going to talk about timelines, but uh, really just started directing uh, or I went, I, started really being here professionally on Broadway in uh, 2016 and then started directing in 2020. So, um, yeah, uh, it's been a really cool journey. And you are correct if I'm not, but in the beginning of, of uh, La La Land, you're one of the dancers in the, in the freeway, right? What have you done? What have you told him? Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. I was one of the dancers in the top of that. Great opening moment of a movie. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm surprised people can even see me. You gotta, you gotta get that magnifying glass. To really but, uh, but I'm there. I'm there. But uh, yeah, I'm in that opening number. Yes, sir. How was that? Like just out of curiosity, like quick segue. How was that dancing on, on a freeway? Like, oh my gosh. They closed it down, I'm assuming. And yeah, they closed it down. I was like, yeah, I know everyone hates us right now. I know every <laughs> single person hates us on the uh, in LA. But it was actually just so kind of a whirlwind. The hardest thing is not the actual dancing, it's the getting there. Cause I use my own car in that production. I like drove my car and like we oh okay. The and then they... it was a weird, like, hey, just bring your car. Um, but <laughs> it, it was yeah, the hardest thing wasn't the actual dancing, it was the like getting there hurry up and waiting and just the film process of it all. And I actually do, do remember back in that day, just being like, I'm sitting here. I want to be over there. I just want to, even not even as like a, like a director or anything like that. I just like, I want to know what we're doing. I want to know more just so I can be more patient and I want to be behind the eyes of what's going on. Um, also Ryan Gosling winked at me that day and I was like, you're the man. Yeah. Uh, it was a magic. It was a magic. But yeah, that was that. Well, us, us Canadians are very, we're very like kind and generous people. So, oh, I know. <laughs> Our girlfriend's Canadian. So <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> okay, so okay, so what's the next step for this film? So you you uh, you got the director, you got the the one one lead actor, you got the your, the producer. Nice solid script. So what's the what's what's the next step for you guys? I think the next step was securing our other actor because um, it was important for me yeah. to work with someone that I could be really comfortable with being that I had never been in this scenario before and uh, or this like genre before and being a co-producer um, I got to have a lot of say in that which was awesome um, and so acquiring Keisha Mubiar um, was our next yeah was our yeah. next step um, and we kind of built out from there, from, so the four yeah. of us were like before. And so, Keisha and Lisa were in a play of mine together and I met Keisha on another shoot mm -hmm. a year before. It was like, I met him on a shoot like the week before the world closed uh, is when I met Keisha. Yeah. Um, so when Lisa brought his name up, it was like a no brainer. Yeah. He's so and we had met great. on Zoom, actually. We had never met in person when we decided to do this. Um, but we oh. just had like really great, you know, uh, actor chemistry. And so I was like, you're it. <laughs> yeah, you guys have great chemistry. Like that was my next point is that you, the, the key to your film is that we have to believe that there's, there's a, a dynamic connection here between the two yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah he, he just provides such a like open and generous and safe 
you know, like space to work with. It's so nice and so refreshing. Um, and then, and that I think just like radiated with, with our entire team really. Um, but we just felt like really comfortable, but there, yeah, I mean, we had worked together before, um, and we had worked together one time in person, uh, before we actually got to shoot. So I think that just helped as well. We got to like feel each other out a little bit, but it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He's very it's almost unfair how nice he is. Yeah. yeah it's almost <laughs> he actually literally like at 9 15 tonight, I had posted something that we were going to be doing an interview about the film mm -hmm. and Keshav was like, that's amazing. And like texted me. And like we just he's he's in Connecticut doing a show right now and working on lines and stuff. So he, yeah. but he says hello. But like that's who he is. Yes. Hey. Oh, it's so lovely to work with. Okay. Yeah. So where did you find who where was the the, the the apartment or the house? Where was that filmed? Oh man. So that the house, <laughs> the house is my friend, uh, my friend's house, actually, Zach Lombardi is his name. Um, he bought a house during COVID. Um, he's, uh, so we filmed on Staten Island. That's where I'm from. Um, we filmed here and we, I wanted to film on Staten Island for a few reasons, um, mostly logistic at first, but then as a way to, to really ground a different version maybe of, of Staten Island as part of New York City, because we're often not thought of that way. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and yeah, the house, I mean, He's an artist and a teacher, so his home was gorgeous. We didn't have to do much to it, um, but our our production designer um, Nathaniel Gardner was incredible and uh, and added you know all the elements of who who Faye was. So, yeah. so Daniel, when you first saw the location, what did you like? What was your process? Did you work with your uh, cinematographer? Did you storyboard anything? And because like, I think you really took advantage of this location with the walls kind of moving the walls moving the cameras around some really nice work you got you got a nice little mirror shot of him looking at her and the, the and i'm sure that's not an easy <laughs> shot to pull off you're laughing no, yeah no it's i'm only laughing because it was so it was so long ago it feels almost nostalgic but that was actually my most i was very i was the most excited about the mirror shot because just thinking of, um, I don't know, just ways to make it uh, not even look interesting. The house is actually very beautiful and it's a, a very nice neighborhood. Um, but just to, I don't know, make it uh, use, utilize it the most I yeah. could. Pull out, pull out the, the great parts of it as much as we could. Um, but when we got, I didn't have a, I mean, I had like, a, what, two days or a day with the space? Um, I forget when we got there. Yeah, I don't know. Day yeah, and a half. We did yeah like day and a half, really. And so I was yeah. just walking around and just feeling out what, uh, what we'd be shooting and it was just kind of just utilizing every every which way um to do and then i i literally remember being in the bathroom and they were like well we could shoot i was like oh yeah guys let's just use the mirror that's great and i can actually weirdly see her right in the mirror and i was like let's just do this thing here and so i was uh i was very excited about that and uh yeah, Glad you yeah. It and what was your relationship with your cinematographer leroy uh your cinematographer yeah leroy not oh yeah leroy's great he uh i mean he's a great um has a great work ethic if you will like he wants to just get the camera up and running he's like i mean he has like a he's literally batman he has a thousand gadgets um so and with everything just he wants to get the camera up and just look at things and i'm like great like i'll i'll be patient i i was also new to like that process and working to that degree um with the cinematographer um 
or with all those tools. I worked closely with the cinematographer before, but with all of what he had, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be patient. And once it's up, let's look at it. And, um, but he's really great. He uh, uh, really understands and, and vibes with uh, what I was going with and what I was going for, so, which was really cool. Yeah, you really let you let the actors uh, serve the story. Like you had to let the you didn't like because it's one of those dangers where with a house like that you did some cool things, but to over direct it a little bit and like kind of like try to be like a little bit gadgety, but you kind of it was a perfectly like executed direction. Like it's like oh. it's, it's cinematic, but not like it's not overly done. You know, if that makes Thank sense. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it was really. I mean, when we were talking about chemistry, it was really easy. I literally like what popped in my mind when you were when you said chemistry, Lisa, was like the the two shot. It's not like super close up, but it's kind of like right on you guys, and you're facing each other, and it was like a beautiful orange. And I was like, this is great. Like, I don't need to yeah. do anything. Like, not a lot. All I just yeah. need to say is like just simple things and and let them run run away with it. It was really. Um, they really took it away. So, I, I mean, it made my job much more easier. And Allie, were, were you on set as well? or? Yeah, I was on set. I was on set as well. Um, I, I feel like most of my role on set is just being everybody's mom. Is mostly <laughs> what it turns into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's also like, and especially with the team that we had, just ev- everybody from like PA through director cast but like every single person was so on top of their work that it was mostly me like just being like are you okay do you have everything that you need and like it was just it was like one of the easiest sets to be a producer on um because everyone was so on top of their game everyone was so incredible to work with and like truly the biggest headaches were like lunch is here right like it was like so like so just like it was like the dream of like this never happens to the point where like that and I think because of the car shot that we did um with the rig for it the like other headache was just like is it gonna rain and I just ran around set being like no it will not it will will that into existence I can't control it and that's the only problem we could potentially have on set yeah and then it ended up clearing out and then it didn't rain you literally called it you said it's not happening today and the cloud said got it we're not yeah R.I.D. Matt who was incredible was like here are your options plan a it doesn't rain plan b and i was like we are going to be using plan a (laughs) doing and he was like great (laughs) so curious about the like in the in the location itself like the the bedroom you have some like there's like there's like uh shots of like uh like uh sorry like pictures of like flowers and like little pictures on the walls like what was this like what was what did you did you like kind of dress everything up in the or what did you like what was there and what did you dress up like was the bed on the ground because that seemed like for me that seems to be that these characters would have a bed on the ground I know that seems some simple but yeah um Daniel can speak more specifically to the conversations he had with our production designer Nate um but Nate is truly a a genius among men um the (laughs) Uh, the normal layout of the bedroom is completely different than what it is, including okay. the bed frame that they have. 
None of those pictures are on the wall. That was entirely Nate. He's so great down to every single detail. And also, I think, has superpowers. There was one point where we were watching the monitors and we're doing a take. And I I swear before the photo actually fell, Nate leapt off the couch and I could see him on the monitor as the photo was falling, like to go fix it. He's like so on top of things, but he, (laughs) uh, Daniel could speak more to the motivations behind the choices, but I just want to say that as a commercial for Nate. Yeah. He he even remembered, um, to like reset, like one of the jackets or one of the clothing that was on the ground. I was like, yeah, I, I thank you. Like I didn't even, I, director checked off the box there. okay um but no yeah the set set design he was so i mean amazing with even just the story part of it he saw in the script that she was a photographer or she had a camera or he had a camera on hand and just wanted to play with that and like what kind of memories did they have you know what kind of memories does she have we wanted to color the room with those pictures and just start with those um memories and because we weren't really I knew in my mind, we weren't really starting with her face. I was like, what, how much of, can we use out of those photos? But I do think it just created a really great collage. And like she's, like Ali said, the room was not like that at all. We, we stripped the room. I think the only thing that was left was a plant and the dresser, like everything else was like moved out. And, and I think it was just so great. And just so New York just to have a mattress on the bed. When I first moved to New York, I literally had a blow up mattress on, on the floor. And I was like, this is great. Um, and just really sold it. And Nate just really made it, uh, made it his own. And it I think really- it's an age thing. I think that when you hit 30, the mattress has to go above the, off the, oh, off the ground. I think that's what happens. <laughs> Like a sign of respect. Self-respect. I have to do this now. I have to (laughs) elevate the bed now. Yeah, you have to elevate the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already getting like crickety. So when I get out of bed, I can't. Yeah. I need I need a little bit of help. You know, it's a practical thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but it fits it fits these characters so well. Like it that it's like it's like this bedroom. It's like and it's almost like the way you set it up. I don't know if it was in the script or not, like having the starting in the kitchen with the timing and then the automatic coffee goes on. And then you're kind of creeping into the into the bedroom and it's like. Okay, they they submitted to a romantic relationship festival, but it's like, what's going on in that bedroom? It was like, okay, someone's dancing. I know the music's there, but it's like, okay, good, because it's like the way it was like kind of set up. It's like, I hope there's joy in that bedroom, and there was. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's so funny. My one of my biggest influences is David Fincher, and I don't sometimes I um I don't find the his style creepy in a way but the way sometimes I'm thinking of things oh yeah that's great like a slow push in that's kind of ominous especially in a dark hallway I wasn't thinking that at all I was like oh yeah (laughs) we're just gonna do it like a nice push in kind of not even creep creep is the wrong word but kind of like let the audience lean into and ask the question what's actually going on here but I didn't and just learning from myself I'm like oh it can come off as like there's this is kind of not you know, not romantic, but it's a, I think it was a, a great playing field to just start off as because we could also hear the beautiful music yeah. um, that was um, uh, conducted by our buddy. Um, Grant Carey. Thank you, Grant. You're also Grant is also so good. Amazing. Literally, I, I could not sing his praises enough. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to 
honestly give time to that music in a way because I was like, this is just gonna let the audience sink into the moment, sink into this room, sink into like where her perspective is at, where like what she's feeling. And I think it just could gradually grow the more time that we had in. Was the, was the song, would you already knew the song, you're gonna use it in the film or did you find the song in post-production? No, so Grant wrote the song for the film. Like yeah. before the film play, like 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 or at like in post production. In so you post in like pre production. Yeah, uh, we run uh, grant money to make the film, which means the film we shot That's October mid October. Yeah, October. and we had to we had to screen the film by November eighth at the latest. So as we were like heading to set, I was also like, Daniel, would you like to be on all these post-production calls about the film that we haven't filmed yet? That's yeah. great. So we, so it happened oh. a little off the script in pre-production, which was immediately post-production at the same time because yeah. it had to be done. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, Daniel and Grant and I had, and Allie sometimes when she could join, um, we had just uh, like design meetings or composer meetings, I guess, with him. And then he came up he gave us a sample of the 